Hello from Suffolk, England, where our great British summer continues with a day of rain, sun and cloud, drying out by evening but staying overcast. Arise, for this matter belongeth unto thee. We also will be with thee. Be of good courage, and do it. Ezra, chapter 10, verse 4. It's Monday the 27th of July, in the year of our Lord 2020, and it's time to sit back and start your week right. I'm Mark Sidwell, and this is Mark's Almanac, bringing you five minutes of civilised calm, recorded in the peace of the English countryside. The Reverend Stanley Brandon was a huge and sinewy man of violent temper, whose red face and glittering eyes might well have intimidated the toughest curate. The Reverend Stanley had been a heavyweight boxer at Cambridge, and I gather from my nephew Augustine, his curate, that he seemed to be always on the point of introducing into debates on parish matters the methods that had made him so successful in the roped ring. I remember Augustine telling me once that, on the occasion when he had ventured to oppose the other's views in the matter of decorating the church for the harvest festival, he thought for a moment that the vicar was going to drop him with a right hook to the chin. It was some quite trivial point that had come up, a question as to whether the pumpkin would look better in the apse or the clerestory, if I remember rightly. But for several seconds it seemed that blood was about to be shed. That's from Mulliner's Buck You Uppo, by P. G. Woodhouse. On this day in 1586, by tradition Sir Walter Raleigh is said to have introduced tobacco to England. In fact, it had been taken up by sailors for some time, but Raleigh's settlers from Roanoke brought potatoes and tobacco to the court, where tobacco, thought to be marvellous for the health, became a sensation, producing a pipe-smoking craze among the courtiers, while the potatoes were viewed as dangerous oddities. Also on this day in 1857, Ernest Alfred Thompson Wallace Budge was born in Bodmin to a working-class family. He left school at twelve to work in W. H. Smith. In his spare time, he learned Syriac and ancient Assyrian. Recognising his brilliance, his mentors raised funds to send Budge to Cambridge, leading to a career at the British Museum, where, against stiff competition, he acquired for it the best ancient Near East collection in the world. Here's a poem. The Other by R. S. Thomas. There are nights that are so still that I can hear the small owl calling, far off and a fox barking miles away. It is then that I lie in the lean hours awake listening to the swell born somewhere in the Atlantic, rising and falling, rising and falling wave on wave on the long shore by the village that is without light and companionless and the thought comes of that other being who is awake too 
letting our prayers break on him. Not like this for a few hours, but for days, years, for eternity. That's almost all for today. I'll be back next week. Don't forget, you can sign up to get emails when new episodes go live at marksalmanac.substack.com. And remember, that's Mark with a C. And if you need some music to wake you up for the week ahead, how about John Flynn's theme to the wonderful TV series Detectorists, which was recorded in my lovely corner of Suffolk. Climb through the briar and brambles. I'll be your treasure. Until next week, stay civilised, keep calm, and please, keep washing your hands. Have a lovely day.